Isn't it awesome to start the year with the Lord, to be able to sit at the Lord's table and commune with Him and be at one with Him and one with our Father in heaven because of all that He has done. You know, as Ruth was saying, last night we had an awesome whitehead wedding and it was way out in the country, on the hills, beautiful view. It was awesome. One of the best weddings, the pastor that took the wedding and the word that he brought and, and, and the marriage that he um, he took uh, was phenomenal. It was a really good wedding. They did communion right in front of us, the couple, you know? And it's so true that when we, marriage is of the Lord, and when we live our lives under the Almighty, looking to Him by faith, and He's one with us in the marriage, God brings uh, lives of fruitfulness and blessing and favor. We can be at one with Him. God is so awesome. Well, I love our theme for January, Jumpstart January. I'm excited about this year. Last year, at the end of the year, you know, we get quite tired, the busyness of life and everything we go through. Last year had its blessings. It certainly had its trials, but we walked through it with the Lord. And you know, the Lord is faithful to us. The Lord never lets us down. The Lord blesses us always. Even the negative things that come our way in life, He turns it for good. Today, jumpstart January. Glory to God. Let's pray before we get into the message. Oh, Father God, we thank you that you have made us accepted in our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for our Savior. He is so precious to us, but so much more precious to you, oh God. And yet you didn't keep him back. You delivered him up for us all, and with him you've given us all things. Father, we want to thank you this morning for your love, for your compassion for your merciful kindness towards us. We want to thank you for your word this morning, and we thank you for your spirit that dwells within us. And we pray that you'd move through your word and by your spirit this morning and bless us all and let us hear your voice, O God, as you exalt and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, in his worthy and most precious name. Amen. God is so good. Well, you know, it was good to uh, have a great rest the last couple of weeks, rest from work. You know, Christmas, New Year, go away, spend time with family. I know a lot have been doing that. The Lord wants us just to come aside at times and just rest in His love and His goodness always. There is a rest that remains, the Bible says, for the people of God. That's in Hebrews 4. And, and those of us that enter into that rest by faith, it's a rest of faith, trusting in Him, looking to the great I Am and not to ourselves to control our lives. Those that enter into this rest, we cease from our own works, the Bible says, as God did from His. It's not about how good or bad we are. God has laid a table before us in the presence of our enemies. God has actually given us His Son, the very best of heaven, our Lord Jesus Christ, and we have a great rest, and we're blessed in Him. Rest is important for our body, but it's also important for our souls. And so my desire is that you'd be found this morning resting in the Lord. Not worrying about what's ahead. Trusting in Him at all times. And I tell you what, He can take you to places you never dreamt of. He has plans for your life. And uh, let Him have His will. I love that song that we sung this morning. Not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, but yours be done. That's a healthy song for a church to sing. For us as believers in Christ. Not my will. So often we lean to our own understanding. The tree of knowing right and wrong right here. We set ourselves up as God and Lord of our lives, but God has our true head in heaven. We look to Him by faith, our Lord Jesus Christ. He is worthy and worthy alone. Jumpstart January. 
Everyone seems to be at peace and refreshed here this morning. There was a new uh, missionary going out to the mission field one day, and his name was uh, Jackson. And he was given a car that wouldn't start. So he devised a plan of how to start this car after thinking about it for a while. And he went down to a nearby school, and he, he got permission to get some of the children to push start the car. And it fired up, and it got into life. And then, he, and then for two years, he'd park it on a hill or an incline somewhere, and then he'd roll start and jump start this car. Well, another missionary came along, and he was proudly explaining uh, how he'd improvised and how he's getting on with his car. And while he was talking to this new missionary, the missionary had the bonnet up pretty quick, and he had to look under the bonnet, and there he was. And um, he says, hang on a minute, Jackson. As Jackson was talking to him, he says, uh, I believe the only trouble is this loose cable here. On the battery, there was a loose terminal. So he tweaked it, gave it a twist, hopped in the car, turned the key, and it fired up for two years. For two years, he'd been having to park on hill. Imagine going down into Kerikeri. You couldn't park in town. You'd be limited. And all it needed was there was a loose connection. It needed the cable just twisted, tightening up on the battery. Maybe, maybe you've got a loose connection with the Lord of glory. And this morning, there just needs to be a little tweak. And you need to step out in faith. And you need to trust in him. You know the great creator of all the creator of the universe, the one who spanned out the universe and everything we see outside. This time of the year, it's so beautiful. The morning, just the sea going out to the beach, the clouds, the trees, the flowers that are blooming. Our creator created all that, but he created you and I, and he is the source of all life. How we ever got to think that we were the source, I don't know. Someone must have come along and whispered in our ears something to deceive us, I don't know. But he has always been the source of all life, all glory, all blessing. All we need to do is make sure we have a strong connection with the Lord of glory. And you too, truly will jumpstart your life this year. Make sure the connection is right. You know, when a, when a car's flattened, uh, a couple of months ago, I had to go and jumpstart um, a lady's car down Inlet Road. <coughs> um, we had to put the jumper leads on. I took my car down there, and it wouldn't actually start straight away. I think the um, I think the jumper leads were quite a cheap set, so I got Brooke, who was with us at the time, to hop in the car and to rev the engine for about five minutes, and it transferred the power to the battery. And then when he turned it over, there was enough power there to jump start it. God wants to do that with our lives. You know, there's a red and black cable. This is just very simple. The red reminds me of the blood of Christ. So positive. But, and it takes away all the negative things, the black, the sin in our life. It, it washes it all away. And yet you put those two cables together, and boy, there's some sparks, isn't there? You keep them aside. You put the red to the red and the black to the black. You know, they don't mix like oil and water don't mix. You know, Jesus loves righteousness and he hates wickedness. You know, and we walk in relationship with him in life. And so I just say, make sure your connection, your relationship with the Lord Jesus is strong this year. With your Father in heaven, make sure it is strong this year. Let God and His Word be your source and power in your life in 2019. Amen. Amen. Well, I love Ephesians. You know, in Ephesians, you got sit walk and then stand in chapter 6 with the whole armor of God. Stand on the redemption ground that Jesus is one for, that God is one for us in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
And when you come to chapter 5, I just want to look at Ephesians chapter 5 and just a few thoughts are there today. So if you've got your Bible, you can uh, look at Ephesians chapter 5 and we're going to read verse 1. You know, it's a great privilege for us to be walking through life in relationship with the greatest man that ever lived, the Lord of glory. You know, God, our God is a covenant-keeping God. You know, that's what I love about marriage. We had that marriage last night. It was a great celebration, a lot of dancing, a lot of singing, just like you see here this morning. We're, we're in relationship with a covenant-keeping God. You know, the thing... The world has made it into a contract these days. They, they have such things as prenuptial agreements and stuff like that. And so it's a contract. But with a contract, you need both parties to fulfill their end of the bargain. But with a covenant, you only need one person to fulfill the end. Preferably the man that loves his wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Our God is a covenant-keeping God. He's with, upheld his end of the bargain. I've walked through life. Sometimes there's been failure come out. In, in the walk in my life, but God is a faithful God. He has never let me down. The Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is always faithful, always there for me, always waiting patiently. He loves to walk with us through life. So Ephesians chapter one, uh, chapter 5, verse 1, it says there, Paul speaking to the uh, Ephesians, he says, Be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. My first point this morning is walk in love. In 2019, you are in relationship with the King of glory, the Lord of glory, the bridegroom of our hearts. Walk in love. Walk in love. He gave himself for us to God, an offering. That's how much he loves us. He cares for you so much. He loves you so much. He gave his whole life. The greatest man that was ever here. His life was just a beautiful aroma to our father. He could say, this is my beloved son. In him I am well pleased. What a aroma. What fragrance came from his life. He said, not my will, but yours be done. In the face of death, he had to redeem all mankind. He was sent as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before a shearer's is dumb, he didn't open his mouth. He didn't protest. He went willingly. He submitted himself to the will of the Father, and he took our place. And he's my Lord. You know, when I look to the cross and see what Christ has done for me and how much he loves me, I'm, I'm, I feel secure in his love. I'm just in awe and wonder that someone could love me so much that he would give his life for me, that he would die for my sin, that everything in my life that caused me to be separated from God and from fellowship with him, that he would bear it all there at the cross. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The Bible says the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we're healed. What a Savior. What a beautiful life, and what a terrible end. But it didn't end there because he came out of death. 
He was raised up again by the glory of the Father. He paid in full the price of our redemption. And our life will be jump-started because the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. We are reconciled to God through the death of His Son. We share with people the word of reconciliation as Dave was sharing with us this morning. Nothing stands in our way between us and God. Jesus has dealt with it all. God has dealt with it from His side. As you come into Ephesians chapter 1, you see that. Read Ephesians 1 over and over and just find out how much a man's will is there. I don't really see man's will there. I see all that God has done and what His will has accomplished. So walk in love. I want to ask you, Jesus' life is a sweet aroma. But as we look to Him by faith, as we are changed into His image uh, in life from one degree of glory to another, as we walk with Him and we don't look to ourselves, but we trust in the Lord, do you know our lives become an aroma to God? There is more and more of Christ lived out in us. And that is what satisfies the Father, our Father in heaven. He's not looking to us to make our best attempt. He's looking to us simply to draw on His strength. Make sure your connection with the Lord of glory is intact, that it's a good connection, that you have faith in Him and you forsake all and trust Him every moment of every day in 2019. Walk in love. He loves us. We don't need to be shamed. We don't need to feel less than. We don't need to feel unworthy because we have Christ. Do you know, when we come to Christ, we have faith in His faith, really. Paul said, the life that I now live, he said, uh, the, the life that I now, that's in Galatians 2 and 20, the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. So we live our life by His faith. It's His life. He that has the Son has life. His perfect faith in the Father. I wouldn't want to live my life with sort of like this on-off faith. I, 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 God has the best for us. He wants us to live by the faith of the Son of God. Jesus had perfect faith in His Father. Jesus had a perfect life, a perfect walk. 99% wouldn't do God. We'd still be falling short, even if we did so well that we got it 99% like Jesus. But we live by His faith. Faith comes from the Word. Jesus is the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So in a sense, there's only one will. That's our Father's will. And Jesus did the will of the Father 100%. And He had perfect faith. So we, in a sense, could say that we have faith in His faith. We have faith in His faith. We are trusting in Him. And that's what faith is. Forsaking all, I trust Him. Religion is all about me trying to reach out to God, trying to do my best. But God says, no, that won't do. You are not the source, Paul. You are not the source of life. I'm the source. And if you'll just look to me by faith, you will be blessed in 2019. Hallelujah. Walk in love. Look to the Lord. And if we're walking in love, it goes on to say in verse 3 and 4, but fornication and all uncleanness, all covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Don't let it be named even once among you. Fornication. That's not how we walk in this life when we're walking in relationship with Christ. 
That sort of thing's not a good aroma to God. We walk in love. We walk in relationship with Him. He says in verse 4, Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, jesting, nor coarse jesting. That's not a sweet aroma to God. Being crass and using words that the world would use, that's not a sweet aroma to God. It says, which are not fitting, but rather, rather the giving of thanks. That is fitting. Thanking God, trusting in the Lord Jesus, that is fitting. I want my life to be a sweet aroma of Christ to my Father, so that he can look down and see, there's Paul. He's trusting in the Lord. He's looking to the Lord. He has no strength in himself, but look, he's looking to me, and I will bless him because of that. Walk in love. Number two. Walk in light. If you look down to verse seven, um, verse number 8, we read about walking in light. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. See, once darkness, past tense. No longer are you, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, no longer are you walking in darkness. You are now light in the Lord. You feel a lot lighter when all your sin and all the negative has all been laid on him and you've let it go and you're walking by faith in God. You can jump up and down. You can clap your hands. He the sun sets free is free indeed. That's why we love those songs. They are reality. We're singing about reality that we've entered into in Christ. He is our reality today and for 2019. So you were once darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Ephesians 5 verse 9 uh, verse 8 and 9, it says, Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Verse 10, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. When you walk in relationship with someone, like Ruth and myself, we've been married for 25 years, and it, it would be very wise of me to find out what's acceptable to my wife. We would get on a lot more in harmony if I learned what she liked. And, uh, you know, and it's the same with us, with the Lord Jesus Christ. We walk in relationship with Him. Find out what is acceptable to the Lord. And, and, and to do that, we go back to His Word, the Word of the Creator of the universe, the Word of the living God, the Word which is Christ Himself. And it says there, it says, one thing it says there, He loves righteousness. That is acceptable to the Lord. And he hates wickedness. That is unacceptable to the Lord. See, wickedness is just simply not having faith. When we think about wickedness, we think of all the bad things, murder and uh, robbing the bank or, uh, you know, doing drugs or uh, all that sort of real negative things. But it's simply, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And that's not acceptable to the Lord. He wants us to draw on him. He wants to be our source, our supply for 2019. So verse 10, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And when our life is acceptable to the Lord, when we're walking in the light with Christ, there's light in our dwelling, in our homes, there's light in our pathway, and our, and our life out in the community shines light for others to see. We become a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. And light very quickly starts to dispel the darkness in the community. He doesn't want us to separate ourselves in a holy huddle with birds of a feather flocking together and, and around religious doctrine and, and dogma. The world don't want a part of that, but they want to see someone out there who is loving, 
who is living an example of the believer out in the community, and they'll be attracted to the light. When there's a need in their life, they will come and they'll inquire of the hope in us. They will start to say, well, how come this is working? How come your children are blessed? How come this is happening? And you can say, well, it's simply because I trust in the living God. We can direct them and point them to our Lord Jesus Christ. Walk in love. Walk in light. You know, um, last year I, was, I took James, my son, down the South Island, and we, it was so beautiful down there. We went around many places. But one place we went was to some glowworm caves. And when you go way back into a cave, hundreds of meters, it can be very, very dark in there. And for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, they turned the lights out so we could uh, just go around. I'm sure the boat was going around on a cable in the water. And uh, sometimes we saw the glow of the glowworms. Other times it was pitch black. And in a cave, it is very, very dark. But the light that we have shines in the darkness. And uh, we, direct the, we direct others to the light. We shine the light of God out to others. People that sit in darkness around us, they need the light of Christ, the light of His love. So the apostle says, walk in love. But he says, walk in light. And if you're walking in light, you will expose it's the light that exposes the unfruitful works of darkness. You see, as we come to the Word of God, if you're going to walk in light, we need the Word of God to bring light on our pathway. There's so much instruction in the Word of God for us. There's so much light there as we abide in relationship with God, with His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. We become the light, and so we walk in light with Him. Find out what is acceptable to the Lord and walk with Him through life, especially 2019. Let Him be our life this year. You know, when um, someone's heart stopped, often they put the paddles on, you know, and uh, what do they call it, an AED, or you get the, to jump start the heart, and um, defibr defibrillator, that's it, and, um, and they shock the heart back to life. They use an outside source, and that's what we need. Um, and that's what God has done for us. He's given us life. Before we come to Christ, we have no ability to help ourselves, not even to make a good decision, really. And the gospel is not about our decision that we make, but it's all about what God has done. And that's what we see in Ephesians 2, verse 4. It says there, But God, who is rich in mercy because of His great love, with which he loved us. Even when we were dead and trespasses, he made us alive together with him. He did that through sending his son, through the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so there's, we walk in love, we walk in light. But the third one is walk in wisdom. If you look down at verse number 15, Paul says to the Ephesians there, he says, see then that you walk, walk diligently not as fools, but as wise. And verse 17 says, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Wisdom. Walk in wisdom. We don't want to walk through life as a fool. You know, the Bible says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Well, we see that all over the place today in the days in which we live in. People that say there is no God and and then we came from some amoeba from a swamp millions of years, years ago, and, and, and everything just evolved. It says the fool is said in his heart. We don't want to be unwise. 
The way in which we gain wisdom is go to the Word of God. Go to the Word of God. There's so much wisdom. You know, we've started going through Proverbs again at home with Evangeline. There's so much good instruction in the Proverbs that you can apply to all areas of our lives. The Word of God is full of the wisdom of God. His ways that are so much higher than our ways. Walk in wisdom this year, 2019. Go to the Word of God. Don't neglect the Word of God. Find out what the will of the Lord is. You know, the Bible says not only the fool is said in his heart, there is no God, but it also says fools make a mock of sin. And if we want to find out what pleases the Lord, we need to get into the Word of God in 2019. And we need to be found walking in wisdom, trusting in Him. There's wisdom in the Word of God even for us in business, for our community, how to reach out to people, how to behave, how Christ lived and walked, and how He wants us to walk. There's so much instruction in the Word of God. And take His Word and hide it in our hearts. Hide it in your heart so that His Word might be our guide and we might be led of His Spirit and led of His Word and have the wisdom of God in our lives. Proverbs 2, verse 6 and 7, it says, The Lord gives wisdom. From His mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's got it all there. Read your Bible this year. Daily, look to God. His Word is living. Jesus said, The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Imbibe them into your soul. Be led by Him this year. Walk in light. Uh, walk in love, sorry. Walk in light. Walk in wisdom this year. I want to encourage you to walk with the Lord this year. You know, one New Year's Day, there was a parade and a, and a beautiful float suddenly spluttered in the tr this truck with a float, spluttered, and it stopped right in the middle of the parade. You can imagine that in Kerry. Kerry, no one else would be able to get past. Big truck there. And um, the, whole, the whole parade was held up till someone could go and get a can of gas and fill up the truck. And the truck was representing an oil company. That's a, That's... That's the funny thing about it. And here it was, out of gas. And there was such an amazing big supply in the oil company of gas, but they hadn't filled the truck up with gas. And that's like our lives sometimes. As we go through life, sometimes we splutter. And sometimes we start to run out of gas. But there's an inexhaustible supply in our Lord Jesus Christ. Come to Him. Come to His Word. Walk in love. Our relationship with Jesus in 2019 is so important and so precious. Find out what is acceptable to Him. Walk in the light with Jesus. Walk in wisdom. Get instruction from His Word. And I'll tell you, the light will shine out of you to our community. People's lives will be transformed. First of all, your own life, your family, and then our community in 2019. I'm excited about what God's going to do this year. Let's stand together and uh, sing together. But before we do, we want to commit this year to the Lord. Everyone standing. Let's all lift our hands up to the Lord. And I want to pray a blessing over you for 2019. Father, our Father, we thank you that you are above all, that you are the great creator of all. You are our creator. And Father, we thank you for sending us the Lord Jesus. 
And Father, we're just trusting in Him for 2019. We're trusting in You, our God. You have great plans for our lives. You are raising us up. You have a purpose for us. We're not just wandering aimlessly through this world. It doesn't just happen that we've ended up here by chance. Father, You have a purpose. And we say, not our will in 2019, but Your will be done. We want to walk in relationship with You, our God. We appreciate Your love, which is so infinite and great and eternal. We appreciate that we can walk in the light. And You have shone the light of Your Word and the light of Christ into our lives. And we appreciate that we can walk in wisdom. And You have so much wisdom. You have all wisdom. We just look at your creation and see how wise you are, the only wise God. You are the eternal God. And we look to you this year. Have your way in our lives. Bring multiplication. Bless Northland through us, we pray. We pray for those who are lost and in darkness, that great light would arise in Northland in 2019, our God, that you would draw people to your Son, that many would come in repentance and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, that he would be exalted in our nation, our God. We pray that you would move for the glory of your name. Only you can do it. You are the source of all life. We trust in you, our God. We believe in you this year. As always, Father, you are so faithful to us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Let him be exalted, we pray.